Welcome back to Quickly Talks, everybody. Happy Friday, Danny. What's going on, man? Hey, man. What's up? Super, super excited. Today, we have an amazing, amazing guest. I think some of you guys already probably know him. Uh, huge following, Mr. Aaron Marino. Thank you for being here, dude. How are you? Gentlemen, I'm well. Thanks for having me. Do you want to tell the story how we ran into each other? Yeah, sure. We can kick that off. So I always, I'm a huge believer that if you see something and if you have a good gut feeling about something, you got to chase for it. And that's literally what I did. I chased for it. I ran into Aaron. I think it was an early Sunday morning or Saturday morning at Kennesaw Mountain. I saw him. Was it your girlfriend, wife, friend? My wife. Yep. Yep. Your, we go your up there. wife. Yeah, we live we uh, live right by by the mountain, and so every weekend we'll go up and we'll hike. and And all of a sudden, I see this guy, and and he waves to me. He's like, "What's up, man?" And I'm like, "Hey!" And uh, he's like, "Hey, I've seen your YouTube channel or something." And I'm uh -huh. like, "Oh, cool! Thanks so much for watching." I turn around to start walking, and I hear this, "Hey, wait a second! Wait a second! <laughs> I got a I got a podcast. Will you be on it?" I said, "Sure. Send me an email. Let's do it." <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, man, that's uh, that's that's our uh, big introduction, and uh, so happy to be here, guys. I'm excited to talk a little bit about business, a little bit about marketing, a little bit about social media, even possibly Shark Tank. And so, awesome, uh, awesome, so awesome, Aaron. No, again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming. I always tell people that I learned how to shave because one of your videos. <laughs> uh, I, I really what, what? did. What part of your body? That's the big question. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I taught you how to manscape, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. No, I, let's let's talk about you know cutting right above your apple, right, there right it is. here. Yep, uh, yep. That's one I learned from you. So definitely give you props for that. Well, let's dig right in. I want to know so we can. Well, I know, but I want our audience to know who are you, why are you here, and what have you done. Tell us a little bit about your background and who who is Alpha Male. <laughs> That's a good question. Who is alpha male? Um, no, I, uh, I I grew up a poor kid from Philadelphia, and um, I'm a little bit older than than probably most of my audience, even most of possibly your 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 audience. I'm 44 years old. Um, you know, grew up relatively poor in uh, in Philadelphia, and really just found fitness, and and fitness was sort of like my dream. Um, you know, my mom gave me a, a, a membership to a health club back when I was 12 years old. And from that moment, I knew exactly what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. And I uh, went to college, went to West Virginia, business marketing, or I, I got a degree in, in uh, business operations management with a minor in marketing and community health promotion. And I knew that I was going to own a fitness center. And so after college, I moved to Atlanta just because I heard Atlanta was pretty cool. And if you couldn't make a business work in Atlanta, you can't make it work anywhere. True. And so apparently I, I couldn't make the, the uh, fitness center work anywhere. Ended up meeting a guy. We opened a nutrition store while I was there. I, I met a woman and helped her lose a hundred pounds. And she's like, Hey, I, I want to help other people, you know, do this. You know, would you want to be my business partner and open a, a, a personal training studio? And I was like, yes. And so it should have been an omen, but we signed the lease to our facility on September 11th, as in like the September 11th, with the planes like, you know, crashing into the World Trade Center and all that was pretty much how the business would unfold. <laughs> and, you know, and, and now it would uh, end up, you know, a few years later, uh, long story short, didn't work out. And um, at the time I, I closed the business down, I was uh, driving a beer cart um, at a country club here about 14 years ago. And I was 30 years old. I had this business that had just, you know, it was my only dream for my entire life. And, and um, 
you know, when that's taken away from you, you don't, and, and I'm the type of entrepreneur that I've never had like a plan B, right? It's always like plan A all the time. I'm going to go, 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 go. The plan B should be your plan A, you know, exactly. plan B is to how to make plan A work. Yeah, exactly. And so I didn't know, like when that, when my dream from the age of 12 got taken away, I was like, shit, what do I do now? And so I'm driving a beer cart, you know, had no idea what to do. Um, one of the things that happened though, while I was at, at, at my fitness center and it was failing, I had a, a buddy of mine who was a client who came up to me and wanted to know what to wear on a date. And so I was like, all right, cool. You know, let me, let me take you shopping. And before we go shopping, why don't I come over to your place and see what you have? And by the way, we got to go get your haircut. You know, your nose hairs are nuts. And, um, and so I didn't realize it. I didn't realize it at the time. I just thought it was a lot of fun to take a dude shopping because I've always been interested in like clothing and grooming and things of that nature ever since the age of and style ever since, you know, I was old enough to pick out, you know, my own underwear. And, um, and so we went shopping and he had a great date and one of his clients or one of his coworkers, you know, noticed this like kind of change. You look different. And so she's like, Hey, what happened to you? He goes, Hey, I had a friend take me shopping. And she said, do you think he'd take my husband shopping? And that's kind of that light bulb moment where it's like, maybe there's a business in this. And this was back, you know, in, like I said, like 14, 15 years ago when uh, the only real, you know, information out there, it, uh, and this was, you know, still like fairly early days in the internet was, um, you know, was like GQ magazine, Esquire, you know, the show was Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. That was the big thing back then. And, and, at the time, I didn't know what it really was, but I realized that the business that I was kind of, you know, modeling was was an image consultant. And so uh, when my fitness center failed, I was still moonlighting as a personal trainer in people's homes. And I just thought, you know what, I'm going to throw up a website and see if there's an audience for this. And and lo and behold, there was. And so back you built, you build the website back 15 years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. F build a website. Had my assistant from the fitness center help me. Um, I was advertising Google AdWords and this was, that's how I got all my clients. It was, it was, it was paid, you know, Google advertising, but this was back when you can bid and actually get a word for a dollar or $2, yeah. you know, $5. Yeah. I mean, it was super cheap. It's like, hell yeah. Right. So my, my budget monthly spend was like $500 and I was getting, you know, clients from it. And, uh, and so anyway, 2007, my wife gave me for Christmas, a video camera, and, um, you know, up until that point, I was very sort of scared and fearful of technology. I was not a early, I'm not an early adopter of any technology, like none. And um, if I can avoid it, like I will avoid it. And so um, she gave me a video camera and I just thought she wanted to like make freaky videos at home. <laughs> I'm like, what is, what do you, what do you, what do you do with this video camera? And, uh, you know, that was not the case. And so the video camera sat in the box for almost a year before I decided, you know what, like, let me just see if I can figure this out. I heard of YouTube. I had never really been on it. I went on, I'm like, you know what, I think I could actually make videos and, and just put it out there and, and see if guys are interested in this type of stuff. Because still, you know, 14 years ago, there was not this, like this, this overabundance of information out there. It was, it was literally, you know, a few magazines. And so I was the first guy online talking about, you know, style and grooming and, you know, what to do if you got butt hair, like things of this nature. And because I'm very comfortable talking about that stuff, you know, it kind of, I guess, caught on eventually. And, and so fast forward 14 years later, I've got, you know, a bunch of businesses and, you know, 6 million subscribers and, and, uh, you know, more successful than I ever dreamed, 
you know I ever would be. And so that's kind of you're living, you're living the dream. You're living what you like to do, which I think <laughs> you know that's that to me is success. Um, what I describe success as is not necessarily having a billion dollars in the bank, but it's being happy doing what you do every single day and having that freedom to make work not feel like work. Let me clarify that though, because that's the one thing that I think a lot of entrepreneurs or people that that are getting into the entrepreneurial game think, oh, it, it's you know, it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't mean it's not like even more work than you know than your nine to five job. I mean. Yes, you're doing what you love, but make no mistake that in order to be successful and continue to be successful, it's going to take more work than you ever dreamed possible. But it's still work, but it's something that you enjoy and you are in control of your destiny as opposed to letting somebody else control it. But yeah, I agree. No, that's great. That's great, man. Now, let's talk a little bit about YouTube. I want to know how did you get started? Okay, you told us you got the camera, you started doing videos. When did it actually started to pick up? What was that one video that you remember that you were like, whoa, I'm on to something here? There wasn't one. I've been, you know, I'm the 14 year, you know, overnight success. It took me nine years to get, um, I think 900,000. No, it took, yeah, it took me nine years to get to like, I think it was like a million subscribers. And how and many so, like, videos do you have right now in your channel load up? I don't even know. I think it's like 1400. I mean, so, I mean, there was not like one video. It was just me showing up every day and not every day, but, but, you know, consistency. And that's the thing that is the secret to YouTube. You know, it was back then. It is still now it's not, you know, putting something out and, and going viral. Those situations happen, but very, you know, they're few and far between. It's more about just putting out a consistent video having a consistent message on a regular schedule. That's really the, the, the thing you will find. If you've got something to say, you will find your audience, or I should say your audience will find you. You just got to be consistent with putting, you know, content out there. And that's kind of the big secret is, is even when it's not like super sexy and fun and you're not getting, you know, tens of thousands of subscribers, you know, it's, it's, you got to just keep doing the work. And we're living with that. You know, I can, I can sort of relate to you because, the reason why I started the marketing agency is because I was looking for a way to give our customers, our clients, a faster way to deliver those results. And that's when Facebook, you know, we started doing paid ads. So the moment that we're allowing Facebook and Instagram is allowing us to pay them, then I can kind of use that shortcut. But the moment you stop, the moment is gone, correct? Not in your case. In the organic effort, the organic effort that you're doing in the daily, in the weekly consistency like you're talking about you're reaching the, that goal but it's taking much much longer and the perfect example is this is this podcast you know we started this podcast what um beginning of december beginning of december maybe late november beginning of december and i have the I, i'm lucky enough to have you here to have the president of the chamber of commerce to have professors from kennesaw and I'm already sort of delivering this huge value, but it is it is a little frightening. It's, it's a little scary to say, dude, we got to do this every week, every single Friday. This thing needs to be launched. Yeah, you know? totally. So, kudos to you, man. What, what, what would you tell me to motivate me to keep going on this? Because there <laughs> there's some nothing, weeks there's like, nothing I can tell you. It, it's, uh, you know, this is something where, you know, with any, you know, business, I think it's really it does boil down to that just intrinsic motivation. You've got to be, you know, the, the, the motivation for, you know, continuing and, and knowing that you've got a bigger vision and that, 
you know, you, you have somewhere to go and you've got, you know, big plans, big dreams. And, and that is what keeps you, you know, going head down, even when things aren't, you know, super exciting. And I think that's really like, if I had like a superpower, it's my ability to work, even when the work's not fun or it's not rewarding, it's just, you know, you show up every day and that's, you know, that's kind of my thing is just show up. That's true. I think that Warren Buffett was a really uh, big one when it comes to that. A lot of people tell him, well, it was a trick. He says, just show up, show up every single day and something will happen eventually. So yeah. thank you for that. Now, another thing that I wanted to bring up is YouTube. And, and I personally will admit that as a marketing agency, we suck at organic outreach. We just suck. Like we specialize in paid ads. So this year, one of the things that I told myself that I wanted to learn and want everybody in the agency to learn is how to do more organic flow, more organic outreach. Um, seven million, almost seven million subscribers, correct? You got like six point something? Uh, closer to six than seven, but yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's say six, six million subscribers. If you don't mind, what does YouTube pay you for this? How does that work? Are you making money out of YouTube? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So YouTube is a funny thing. So, um, you know, you make money. Okay. So, so there are a few different ways to make money. You make money through like the, the video views, right? A CPM, you know, you make a few dollars or whatever it is, depending on your channel, depending on your content for every like thousand views. And so for me, you know, on average, it's around $4 for a thousand views. And so when you really do the math, you really need a tremendous amount of views in order to make like real money. Right mm -hmm. now, if you're talking about like finance and and different, you know, different like different genres or specializations like like finance and automotive, you know, they have much higher CPMs as opposed to four dollars. They might be getting a hundred dollars, a hundred fifty dollars. And it's all about, you know, the, the advertisers that want to be on, on those videos, be on those channels. And so I think if you are looking to sort of scale and make, make YouTube in terms of your, your, your revenue from just video views, you know, that is something to consider, you know, do your research to figure out what, you know, topics or genres do have or do pay a little bit more. And so, you know, it, it really, you, so for, you know, on average, like I'll, I'll make like 10 I have like 10 million views a month right now. Views are down. So that'll be around 30 to $40,000 a month from, from just YouTube views. And okay. so, but, but that's, that's not how I make amazing, my money. That's yeah, but that's so not, amazing. that's nothing that where you really make your money. If you can, you know, leverage your, 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 your message and your audiences through like sponsored content, that's where, you know, you, you can really you know do pretty well. Um, also, you know, promoting your own products. That's the other thing. And that's kind of the, you know, it takes a special channel to do a lot of advertising, right? A lot of promotions and getting those advertisers to actually, you know, want to be on your channel. And that's the other thing, you know, for me, you know, the advertising has been, you know, just an amazing opportunity for me because, you know, a lot of advertisers want to be in front of my demographic. And because I talk about men's lifestyle and it's pretty much anything from cars to, you know, to beard grooming tools to, you know, to razors, you know, there's a ton of companies that want to talk to my audience. And so I have a lot of opportunities, which is why I started an advertising agency to sort of handle the advertising inquiries. And then, you know, to connect the advertisers with all of my friends. And so we, we represent, you know, 30 to 40 people right now that are all like kind of influencers in, in our space. 
Um, but that's how you, you do better than just the advertising or through the YouTube advertising. And the other area is, um, you know, your own products. I think that's where if you're a smart YouTuber, you are trying to get people off of the platform to buy things from you somewhere else. And that's also, you know, how you, how you scale your, your revenues. Let's talk a little bit about your products. Uh, I understand that you have some hair products. Um, yep. What else you got? Let's let's take this little space to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a. Uh, so I, I started a hair product business called Pete and Pedro back in 2013. Um, I was on Shark Tank for that one, and then um, I started about four and a half years ago a skincare company called Tej Hanley, which is a uh, men's like skincare subscription, and uh, that's my largest business in terms of gross annual revenue. And then um, I have an advertising agency. I recently started a sunglass company. And um, I think that's it. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think that's it. But yeah, because I'm on, right? You got the salon. Well, yeah, going. yeah. Oh. And, and, and the salon. Yeah, that's my only, you know, physical, actual like building business. But yeah, it's yeah. And the salon. So that's the other thing. Now, let's let's take it back a little bit to Shark Tank. Let's talk about that story. You came okay. up with the product. You got the views on, on YouTube at that moment. What year was it? How did you reach out? What happened in Shark Tank? So I was on Shark Tank twice. The first time, um, I don't even remember how long ago. I think it was season four. I, I think it was on season four and then season seven. And um, and so the first time I, I, okay, so when I was trying to figure out how to make money in terms of a product, I was talking to a lot of my buddies online that were doing like info products, right? You know, you've got some type of, you know, info product that was very popular. You charge, you know, 300, 400, 500, you know, $97, whatever the number is. And, and, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome for most people. So I was like, okay, I guess I have to have a, an info product. So I developed this, this DVC. And like I said, I'm not tech savvy. So I was like, Oh, let me create this DVD like system called the alpha M style system to teach guys how to dress. And so came up with it. And my dad, one day he and I were, were having coffee and he said, you know, how are we going to market it? I said, I don't really know. Just, I guess on my YouTube channel, he said, well, you should go on shark tank. And I was like, yeah, why not? And so I, I literally went home that Friday and uh, sent them and went to abc.com. Um, and, they said, Hey, if you've got a business, you're, you know, have a product, shoot us a message. And, and, um, I did. And literally on Monday, I got a email from, you know, one of the people said, Hey, can you send us more information? And it was as simple as me sending an email to them. And that's, oh, wow. you know, and three, yeah. And three months later I was there pitching in, in, you know, in California. Where do they shoot in California? Right. Yeah. Yeah. At, uh, in Culver city in the Sony studios, um, in Culver city. And it's amazing. It was so cool. And then, um, and so I, I went on for the style system and it was a brutal, miserable failure. They <laughs> hated it. They hated it. The night the Shark Tank aired, I sold one system. And, um, and I was, I was like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. But as an entrepreneur, you know, you take the lumps and, you know, you, you allow yourself to be bummed out for a few days and then it's like, all right, well, what's next? And so um, I knew that I needed a better product, a lower price point, something that was um, more scalable. And so I had always been frustrated with, you know, the men's grooming products, more specifically, specifically like hairstyling products. And um, back in the day in 2013, there really, there were only a few like popular ones. American Crew was the big one. And so, you know, you'd have like a few of these lines where you'd have one product that was awesome. Another product though in the line would suck. 
And so I went to my my buddy, uh, Stephen, who's a hairstylist. I said, hey, do you have any phone numbers for any labs that makes hair product? Because he had a salon at the time. He's like, yeah. And so he gave me a phone number. And, and you know, I the, my first few products were private label. Um, uh, so they were white label, basically. I, I sourced a bunch mm-hmm. of different products. I found the ones that I loved. And, and literally, you know, as an entrepreneur, I started Pete and Pedro with $3,000 and that's my opening order of like 96 units of five different products. That's my website. That's my stamps.com printer. Like I like my boxes, my packaging, 3000 bucks. And I was off to the races. And so, you know, you don't need, and that's the beautiful thing. You know, if you're an entrepreneur, you want to sell a product, no problem. Places and, and websites like Shopify is an incredible platform. Um, it is the best platform. You can, you know, find a theme, you know, create your, your website in terms of products, go to Alibaba. Like if there's something you want to sell, whether or not it is pens, whether or not it's glasses, whether or not it doesn't matter, you know, you can find it on Alibaba, go and check it out. Um, and, and, you know, try test different things, find a manufacturer that you think is doing a good job, you know, work with them to make it better. Um, and you know, you can, you can literally have a product you know, they'll, I mean, it is so easy to start a business these days. There's no excuse if you want. Now, now you went, you went to season four, you introduced what you would nowadays call it like an online course, but this time it was tangible, right? You got CD. Yeah, yeah because I'm such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so now, like, now well, you would do just, just buy yeah, my now, now, Yeah, now it's an app, man. Yeah, now it's an app. And I actually think that the idea is still solid. But, of course, uh, but, it's still great. I would still, you know, yeah, promote that. <laughs> solid idea, but but yeah, like it was not uh, not the right execution. But but anyway, you were saying. So you, so you arm yourself with this three thousand dollars of product website, created the company, uh, have the product tangible. Now they I kicked thought, you out out of Shark Tank. The yeah, first I said, time. hey, I said I'm gonna How go did you get back in. <laughs> no, I just sent him an email another time. I just yeah yeah yeah. What is uh what is Wayne Gretzky? Wayne Gretzky says uh, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, right? Yeah, so it's like, what what the hell? And so I I emailed him. I said, hey, you know, uh, just so you know, I'm 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 back. Like I have a great business now. I think it's it's worthy of being back on. I'm actually making money at it, and and. Uh, you know, at the time I was on Shark Tank, I think I was doing like fifty thousand dollars a month in sales, and so it was a it was a real business back yeah. then. And so, yeah, did you get, not, did you get a natural um, deal? Offer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, they they once again they hated the business, um, but but they and and I say that they wanted they wanted to invest in me, the the influencer mm-hmm. slash you know YouTuber. They. You know, they're like, yeah, it's it doesn't matter what the product is. Like, it, I'm sure it's great hair products, but it's really about you and your ability to convert and sell. And so I I got offered a deal from from a few of them. Barbara offered me a deal and uh, just invest in my Alpha M YouTube channel. And at the time, I said yes. And then as soon as I got on the plane, I said, no way. <laughs> There's no way. So you and never so went I, through with it. You, no, you never no, actually no. went in business no. with them. No. Wow. Most deal. Most deals you see on that show don't get done. Yeah, that's crazy. You see an article every once in a while that says like top companies or whatever, you know, that started out on Shark Tank. But like half the time you go back and look at them and, and nothing ever falls through. It's it's entertainment. They're, they're there to serve a purpose. That's it. And that is the thing with the Shark Tank that anybody who goes to audition, it doesn't matter what your product is. 
it doesn't matter. It matters that you're good television. So if you're not bringing like energy, you're not bringing, you know, like a little bit of an attitude or whatever, like if you can't hold your, if you can't hold your own against the sharks, you have no business going to the filming. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing is that they, they audition, um, or they have, I think it's, I think for per season, they have like, they have like 24 episodes, four entrepreneurs per episode. So that's over like a hundred people that are, that are actually getting on TV. Well, to get those hundred, they actually have like 200 that come out and actually film and pitch. And so, so half of the people that go out, don't get on shark that have like, that have pitched the sharks that have done the whole, like, you know, filming and everything. They never make it to air because they're, they're bad in terms of their, their energy or they're boring or whatever it is. And so uh, do they, do they fly you out there or you had to do that on your own? No, no, no. They fly you out. They put you up in a hotel. You're out there for about a week. And, um, and it is awesome. It is so much uh, fun. Yeah. And and that was the coolest thing about, um, about Shark Tank. My first episode, like I got to hang out with the dude, like with the scrub daddy, his name's Aaron. He's also from like Pennsylvania. Like the thing that blew my mind the first time I went out there, we're all in the same, the same hotel. And the day that you film, there are like nine people that are filming that same day. So it's like, you're right. in, you pitch, you do your thing, you leave, somebody else is in that. Like, it, it's just this, you know, this, this cycle. And so they knock out like half of the season in literally like two weeks worth of filming. And so, uh, so the, the, the thing that was the coolest part about Shark Tank was meeting all of those super smart people yeah. and, and, and entrepreneurs are just a different breed and people that are creative like that. I just, I get a lot of value and I get so inspired by them that, uh, that it's pretty amazing. But yeah, it was, that was the best part about, about being out there. And then the other thing that, that I loved about being out there that I was one of the biggest reasons why I was excited to go back on because they put you at this like four, it's like a. Sheridan Four Seasons or something like that, right next to a mall in like in like like a Westfield Mall out in California. I think it's close to close to um close to Culver City. So it's next to this mall. Well, the first time I was out there, I was, you know, you have a lot of time on your hands that you're just wandering around. And so I, I like malls. And so I'd go over there. I went to the food court. There was this 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 restaurant that sold sold these amazing like Vietnamese like banh mi sandwiches. And uh -huh. I was, I was like, oh my God, I had one every single day I was out there the first time. And I was so excited to go back. And now like, I only want to go back to California to go to this mall food court and, and eat this damn sandwich. So, maybe, maybe it's a new business venture you got to dig into, man, you know, I, find I, out I, the recipe. Let's the, start a, a Vietnamese yeah, right? restaurant. <laughs> no, 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 no restaurants, man. The overhead is, is really weird with those. Yeah, but, they uh, do scare me. They do scare me. I'm curious what, what started, um, whenever I talk to people about like their personal brands and like their companies and stuff, they're great. What, what's inspired the name alpha M what yeah, it, made yeah, you settle it, on that? It, which is ironic. And that's what people call like, always like joke. Cause I am like, not an alpha. Like when you think like, alpha male, you think, you know, big, strong, you know, I'm five foot six. I have a high voice. Like I'm not like any, I'm not imposing to anybody, but, uh, but no, when I was coming up with my image consultant consulting business, I was thinking of a name. I was like, I'm like, okay, what says like male without being too like king of the jungle, like, like over the top. And so I came up with alpha and then I was like, instead of male, like maybe just M would be a little bit more stylized. And so I was like, yeah, Alpha M, that sounds good. And then um, and then the funny thing is, and this is another takeaway for, for the listeners out there. I thought that my URL, 
had to be explaining what my business was. And so my URL was alphamimageconsulting.com. <laughs> so my email address was Aaron at alphamimageconsulting.com. And so, yeah. And so then like later, like five years later, I'm like, maybe I should just try to like shorten it just to alpha M. So I went and tried to buy, like I, I went to, you know, like GoDaddy or wherever to try and buy that domain alphamcom and it was taken. And so I called this, I found out who owned it. And, um, and so I called him and I said, Hey, would you be interested in selling your, you know, the domain? You wasn't, he wasn't using it. And, um, and his name was like, he was an Indian gentleman named like alpha, like moon, like alpha yeah. M or something. And so he was like a, a developer in like Texas or something. And so he wasn't using it. And I said, Hey, I called his wife answered. I said, Hey, I'm interested in buying your domain, your husband's domain. Would he be interested in selling? She goes, how much? I, like, I'm like, uh, <laughs> damn, I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like $10,000. Okay, I'll let him know. What's your phone number? Never heard back. I'm like, Shit, okay, fine. So so then I, I was coming, and when, when I really wanted this was when I was coming up with, I decided to create like a membership website called, and, and I was at the time selling like, like access to like additional free or additional content. All my free stuff was on YouTube. I tried making like a membership website. And so I ended up instead of alphaM.com, I came up with I am alphaM.com, which I hated, but I still used it because I couldn't get alphaM.com. Long story short, uh, about four years ago, I was on GoDaddy and just dicking around and I just searched alpha M and sure enough, the guy let oh. it lapse or expire. And so it was like, I, I ended up like, they're like, make a bid. And I'm like, $500. And I ended up getting it. And and oh, so I was like, it was kind of like- Same thing, same thing happened to us. So the agency is called Quickly Media, right? And we've I've never owned quicklymedia.com. When I was looking for it, it was $3,000. And same thing, this guy was Indian, but he was actually in India. So he was trying to sell it to me for $3,000 at that point. At that point, I was starting, I didn't have a penny. I said- no way, dude. We're just going to be quicklymediamarketing.com. And uh, yeah, about maybe three, four months ago, same thing. I was digging around in YouTube and uh, GoDaddy looked up quicklymedia.com and eventually he let it expire. Got it for $9. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's always perfect. double check if you really want something. It'll come back to you. Hell yeah. Just keep checking eventually, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. And, uh, you know, it's, it's funny. I ended up, uh, I bought a, a domain for a sunglass company I started called Enemy. And um, and so I just wanted to see if I could start a sunglass company. And so um, I, I was in Chicago at, at one of my quarterly meetings for uh, my skincare company. And I passed this sun, this 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 uh, 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 store that sold like glasses, right? And on the window, it said, you know, good is the enemy of great. And I saw that word enemy. And I'm like, that's a cool word. That would be a really cool name for a sunglass company. And I love sunglasses. And so I ended up, you know, call, like, calling my buddy and I was like, hey, you think we can do sunglasses? You Could we source it? And he's like, yeah. And so anyway, I, I went back to my hotel room and was searching for like enemy sunglasses, enemy shades. And they, these domains were available. So I was buying them. Enemy.com was not was not, you know, it was, it was taken. And so I ended up, uh, uh, finding out that I could buy that from, from the guy. And I ended up buying this enemy.com and I spent like 40,000 bucks on it. And it oh was simply, God. yeah, but, but it was, it was because I was planning on, you know, really building the brand enemy. And I felt like enemy was a strong enough brand name that yeah. it could do more than just glasses or sunglasses. And so, 
Um, it, and I would have regretted not doing it. And so I was like, yeah, why not? That was an expensive one that I actually bought. 40K. 40K. Wow. That's, that's a lot. But I guess for something as common as like enemy.com, like anybody can just go and get the word enemy, like something that uh, broad like that, like is just... And it's controversial. Yeah, and it's controversial. Yeah, and, it, and it's a short... I mean, it's really hard to get short, like punchy mm-hmm. URLs nowadays. So, you know, the fact that I could get... Uh, that I own enemy.com, I just thought that was cool. Yeah, so. that is cool. So I was wondering, man, as kind of like a maybe a closer, trying to think like if if you could uh, give advice to a young buck that's got the camera in the closet or, uh, you know, a young buck that's got, you know, a a, a, an a idea... Phone. A Just, phone. Yeah, like like literally you don't even need a camera. Like now like you all you need literally is a cell phone and an internet connection and a Gmail account and you like you literally could build yourself a like a multi 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 million dollar business. You got everything you need in your pocket, <laughs> you know? And and that's what's so mind-blowing. And these type of opportunities were not available you know, 20 years ago. And so, you know, things have changed. Technology has definitely changed the game, but you're saying, so what is my tip to a potential? Yeah. Somebody who wants a potential, the next, the next big thing, the next you, maybe the next, like your, 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 uh, your replacement, maybe not your replacement, but just, you know, a young guy that wants to get started doing similar stuff that you do. I had a buddy in high school that wanted to start a men's grooming and wellness and fitness YouTube channel, never got off the ground just because he wasn't motivated. What would you say to motivate these people? Yeah, no, it's, it's, um, you know, life's too short. Here's the thing. You don't want to live with regret, you know, failure, you know what failure happens. It sucks. Right. And, and you'll survive. But the one thing that I am so like, like just aware of hyper aware of, you know, I just don't want to regret not trying something that I think would be cooler. I think that I enjoy. And so I think when you really think about, you know, how long ago did you start thinking about starting that business? How long ago did you start thinking about posting those videos? You know, as you know, you know, that what could have changed or happened in your life in that period of what you started or you first thought of it to, to now, you know, is, is it's just, it's, it's, it's mind blowing how much you're potentially losing by not doing it. And so, you know, you've got nothing else to do, but just give it a shot. If it fails, if you don't like it, whatever, no big deal. You're going to hate your first video. You're going to hate your second video. You're going to be embarrassed to tell people that you're on the platform. I know I got, you know, all those t-shirts, but you do it. You keep doing it. You keep showing up and eventually you'll find your message. Eventually you'll find your voice and you'll eventually find your audience. And so just got to do it though. It's, and nobody can do it other than yourself. Nobody can motivate you other than you. Aaron, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I think uh, you brought amazing and huge value to this podcast. I think you're taking it to a completely another level. I'm just uh, very grateful to have you here. I'm very grateful to have meeting you. And I want to extend a hand. Anything that I can do for you, please reach out. Uh, We're here. I'll go above and beyond. We'll climb out Kennesaw Mountain, dude. There it is. (laughs) Uh, It it will be amazing to uh, keep knowing you a little bit more. Anything else that you want to say to our audience? Nah, just good luck. You know, life is short. You never know when your time is up. I think, you know, you've got nothing to lose but but opportunity and, and just go after your dreams, man. You've only got one shot at this. So do not squander it. Amen. Amen, Thank guys. You, Everybody follow 
Aaron everywhere, Instagram, YouTube. <laughs> check out his products. Check out his yeah. company. You're gonna learn a lot. Just, just when I when when Danny called me the other day when he was like, "Oh my God, I just bumped into this famous YouTuber on Kennesaw Mountain. Holy crap, we got to get him on our podcast." I went and looked you up and watched a bunch of your videos. I was like, "Wow!" Like just in the 20 minutes I've spent watching these videos, I've learned so much crap about my uh, way too much crap. Way too much crap. That, you that, just said the, the the big word is crap, which is a hundred percent true. But, but it, it's it's all useful. Useful. All, crap. Of, the, all of your hair stuff is going to benefit me. I'm sure there you, it can, is. you can tell. You can see the reflection off the light above me here. Um, there it is. But everybody, follow him along. Check out what he's got going on, and follow us along. Check out our updates on Quickly Media Marketing.com and our Instagram at Quickly Media. Share, share, share. And tell a friend. Goodbye, Goodbye. everybody. Guys, thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Aaron.